Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Faster Masters Rowing Radio. I'm Rebecca Caro, and I'm here with Marlene Royal. Hello, Rebecca, and hello to our listeners. So I just want to kick off with a special welcome to everybody who's joining us live through the Facebook live stream. Um, we're experimenting with this as a new way of broadcasting podcasts from Rowing Chat. Now, our sponsors this month are the people who help us keep Rowing Chat going. And we are very grateful, firstly, to William Marnie. As a man, do you find it hard to get a dress shirt that actually fits your rowing body? Rowing Chat introduces William Marnie, the specialist shirt maker for athletes. You can get started with an exclusive 10% discount coupon, which is Rowing Chat 10, where 10 is the numeral. You can follow the link from the show notes or go to www.rowing.chat forward slash sponsors. And Marnie is spelled Ma-Honey, M-A-Honey. So check that out. And our second uh, reminder is that Rowing Chat is doing an audience survey. And you're going to hear us mention this for a couple of months now. We'd like you to participate because it'll help us learn more about you. So no matter how long you've been a listener or how frequently or infrequently you listen to the show, please could you take a few minutes, visit the website rowing.chat forward slash listener hyphen survey you'll also find the listener survey link at the bottom of the homepage, and you can complete this anonymously so we're extremely grateful to everybody who helps us in that way let's talk a little bit about april oh my god it's nearly april i know it's amazing <laughs> it's getting warm here in North America, in Northern North America, I should say. <laughs> so normally on the show here, um, we talk about what's in the Faster Masters Rowing program. This is a paid subscription, and it has six modules. So what's coming up? Okay, what we're going to focus on in April, and uh, we realize that a lot of people's schedules have changed right now because of the COVID-19 situation um, in our technique model um, what we're going to talk about this month is home exercises to developing uh, your feathering muscles so i'm going to do a video on some exercises that uh, you can use to prepare for improving your feathering and squaring once you get back in the boat uh, the training module is our program which um, is our rowing program, but also we make notes in terms of what you can do indoors here. And we're keeping our focus on the um, preparation for 1K races in the summer, even though right now there's, there's races that may or may not be held. Um, we're still keeping our positive outlook um, towards those regattas. And so we want to continue that preparation it for the 1K. Um, our land program is our exercises, our strengthening program. Uh, we may include a little bit more things that you can do at home in case your gym is closed. Our performance module, we're going to 
talk about how to convert cross-training modalities to rowing time. So that's what we're going to include in our, our performance module and our rowing lifestyle module. Um, since people are going through a lot of different situations right now, we're going to look at how we balance daily stress factors and daily recovery factors. And our bonus module, as always, we're going to surprise you with what that will be. So just for people who've never heard it before, Faster Masters got started because Marlene and I realized that as coaches, we can't multiply ourselves and coach everyone. And masters generally say that they have two particular challenges. One is they don't get any coaching and the other is they get all the lousy boats. So we can't help you with the boats, but we want to provide a whole range of materials that you can use to self-coach and to give yourself the best possible guidance in your own training. There are four separate ways to join. One is as an individual where you get all six of the elements that Marlene described. One is as a crew where in addition you get video analysis for your crew and you get drills and skills exercises that are more orientated to crew rowing. One is as an entire club. So if you're a club coach running a master's group or if you're just a group of masters without a coach, you can join and we then give you all of the good things that you get in the crew stuff, plus stuff about how to run the group, a little bit of help with crew selections and which regattas to go on and so on, and also running training camps. And lastly, for people who do have a coach and do have a club that provides a program, we have a magazine, and that excludes the training program and the land training, but gives you everything else. Right, sales pitch over. <laughs> I've been collecting a lot of information about uh, what's going on with COVID-19 and global lockdowns. And so far in my inbox today, Henley Royal Regatta is cancelled. The Olympics is postponed one year. There is a postponement and cancellation for Henley veterans and presumably the British national veterans, but I haven't seen that come out. Um, we know that the craftsbury camps are not cancelled, but they are holding them as closed until confirmed. Is that correct, Marley? Um, I think right now they, they have not made exact decisions um, regarding what they're going to do at the beginning of the season, but they're looking towards perhaps um, towards the end of March, early April to let people know. And, and all that, if you go on their website, they actually have a, a, a little button that you can click on to get the updates of what, what's going on with, with the camps. And uh, as of the moment, um, they have not canceled any camps. Where I've called it useful links for rowers during COVID-19, which isn't very catchy, um, but it's at the top of our blog, which is fastermastersrowing.com forward slash blog. And I will add in anything else here that anyone can find. So if you message us, we'll just throw those in there. At the moment, what we've got on the site is a detailed list of all the different places and things that are being set up. So firstly, there's a stuck at home rowing group on Facebook mm -hmm. where people are sharing ideas for training plans. We also have our own Faster Masters Rowing training discussion group. There's no charge. Just come in there and let's talk training. Get your questions answered. 
There's also the Masters Rowing International group on Facebook, which I know we're streaming into now. So hello and welcome to everybody who's from that group. Rose and All is a rowing data um, website where you can upload your data and do analysis. And they're also going to be running some virtual races in the future. We'll put up dates and details when they get announced. Adrian Cassidy and the guys from the Ludum platform. Now, Ludum is a website for coaches who need to organize groups and training squads. They've announced that they're making the platform free for anyone to use right through to August. So just sign up now and you get to use it free. There's a lot of detail on there about how to help people do the program if you want have a group that wants to continue training. And then there's also Ryan Worth in Tennessee has set up a coronavirus quarantine sprints and endurance challenge, which is on the website, TennesseeIndoorRowing.com. It is a paid event. Uh, you can pay to enter, but it sounds like it's huge fun. It's several different distances and you can enter as crews and you can enter individually and you can enter as masters. So go and follow that link and um, let's maybe see you there ready for a race. Marlene and I were talking about how to best manage uh, the situation and going forwards. And so for now, we're going to try doing an update once a week. And so if anybody has things that they'd like us to talk about or questions please put them into the text chat if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube and we'll try and answer them. And then we'll also announce what we're going to do next week um, on a kind of special update. Now, back to the show that we had planned before all of this upset happened. Let's talk about tips for training in self-isolation. Right, right. Well, I... I <laughs> I've got a good list of things. Um, I, I have to say that in the the last uh, week, my inbox has has completely gone crazy. I mean, it's um, so many people are in, in different situations. There there are uh, places where your boathouse is closed. There are places where your gyms are closed. Um, there are people who can who car top their boats who had managed to get their boats out of the boathouse who still have a place to row so they can get out in the single. Um, depending where you live, you may or may not be able to get outside. So th there's a lot of different different things going on and and um, we have to just adapt as we as we go along. but I, I think one of the main um, one of the main things is, that if you're in self-isolation and you have to keep a certain distance from people, or now you have to, to make your training based at home and that's not something that you norm normally do, some of the things that you want to consider um, as endurance athletes includes include some of these things that we're going to go over. Um, one is, is if you're home uh, and you're working from home, for example, you may not be moving around as much as you normally do. Um, if you're leaving home and going to the office or leaving home and, and working. So it's important to make sure that you continue the same amount of training that you normally do in your day, that you continue the same amount at home. 
perhaps in this situation, depending on whether you have kids at home and who you're taking care of at home, you know, maybe you even have a little bit more time to train um, because you don't have commuting time and things like that. However, it, if you're spending a lot of time at home and you're working at home, it's really important to get some ballistic loading on your legs, especially if you're cycling a lot or you're rowing a lot, you know, you need to be on your feet during during the day. So some of the things that would be really good to include in your day to keep your bone health up are things like jump roping, really simple to do. You hardly need any equipment. If you don't have a jump rope, you can still do some small jumps without a jump rope um, or, or work on vertical vertical jumps or some things what I call like sculling hops where you you kind of mm. use you you sort of imitate a sculling motion you sort of you know go through the sculling motion but with it with a small vertical jump but but it's very important to be on your feet and not be sitting on the sofa or sitting at your desk more than you normally are during the day it's all it's also really important to pay attention to your muscular balance um, if you're a cyclist, if you're a rower, um, and you're in the habit of stretching when you're at the boathouse, we hope you're in the habit of stretching at the boathouse, even though I know many people skip that, but, um, but you wanna maintain mu muscular balance. And, and since we are in flexion a lot with rowing, I mean, as they say, when you row, the worst thing to do when you get out of a boat is go sit in your car and drive, right? All the muscles that you've just been uh, using are now in flexion and cramped. You want to make sure that you're you're opening up, that you're moving your body into extension, and then you're moving in planes of motion that are different from what you're only doing on the erg or say in the boat if you have that that opportunity right now. It's also important to work. So yoga, like yoga for rowers, that's a resource that's out there. Yoga for athletes, um, these are types of things really good to include in in your daily routine balance exercises. Um, if you're sitting a lot, you're not working on your balance. If you're not in the boat, you're not, you're not stimulating your, um, your nervous system quite in the same way that you do when you're on the water regularly. So a simple exercise as standing, standing on one leg with, oh, yes. with your hand up over your head and just slightly lifting one leg off and trying to hold that and maybe doing four sets of 10 or 15 seconds on each leg each day, really important to keep your balance, your balance um, fine tuned, really simple. You can do things like that on this, on the Swiss ball as well. Um, or in the you're, shower, when you're trying the, to push in your the shower. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but working on balance, you know, you don't think about that when you're now you're home and your routine is maybe a little bit different, but very, very important element to um, to practice actually all the time for masters. I, th I do think this is something masters rowers should do on a daily basis. But your your endurance training, fortunately for us, our time in the boat and our time on the on the indoor rower or ergometer is relatively the same. Unlike perhaps say cycling where when cycling uh, cyclists are out training on the road on bikes, you know, they have a certain percentage of time when they're coasting. If they're indoors on a spinning bike, they don't have this coasting time. Um, so if, so that transition like road biking to a spinning bike, you might decrease a little bit your amount of training time to be equivalent. If you're, if you're on a bike erg, 
uh, you can coast. So that could that could be about the same. But you do want to make sure that you're training the same amount that you normally would be. Um, the the last thing that comes to mind is watch your calories. Okay, if you're at home and you're not used to being home. Um, if you snack, if you're decreasing your training a little bit, you've got to watch your calorie intake or you're going to gain weight. So um, I think we've talked about this in the past in other podcasts, but you know, weigh yourself every day, pay attention to what you're eating, um, pay attention to your nutrition timing so you're not eating too much too late, too late at night and you know, going heavy on carbs late at night. You know, use your carbs to fuel your training and recover from your training. But um, but do watch the calories because uh, you, you're in a different situation that you may not be accustomed to. And um, those of us who are used to working at home probably don't go downstairs and snack between every 25 minute Pomodoro block. <laughs> but um, but if you're not used to working at home, you 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 might do that. So So be conscious about that so that when you do get back in the boat, um, you know, you're not dealing with, with a few extra pounds. Absolutely. Now, for those who haven't got an at-home training program, um, we have written a COVID-19 training program, and the link is in the show notes. But if you, um, it's also on the uh, blog post I mentioned earlier. So there are two versions of the program. One is paid, one is free. On the free program, it's basically a pick your own workout. So you go to this website, you click on the link and we'll email it to you. So there's a list of workouts for you to choose and they're all explained and what the different intensities are of the different workouts. And we then make a suggestion for what workout intensity you should do which day of the week based on whether you're training four, five, six or eight times a week. So you basically pick the workout that suits you and uh, you can do yourself based on what equipment you've got. The full program is got a lot more in it. So it's a four week training program, which includes land training as well, strength and conditioning. And in it, we have also include the article that Marlene referenced earlier that's in our paid subscription, which talks about how to calculate your cross-training times back into rowing equivalent minutes. So how long can you cycle to do the equivalent of a 40-minute steady state um, erg, for example? <coughs> We've also included some of the regular information that people who are on our subscription program can access at any time. So these include the ERG category pace guidelines for masters, strength training guidelines, and the training program guidelines, which explains all the different categories and intensities of training. And just because you're at home and if you have access to an ERG and you wanted to do it, we've included our fitness evaluation series of tests, which allows you to do some ERGs over a period of several days that will help you calculate your aerobic and anaerobic capacity and your absolute power. Fill in the form. We'll send you a link if you want the free program. If you want the full program, there's a buy link at the bottom uh, of that explanation. So that's all included in the link here off of the fastermastersrowing.com blog post. So you can pick that up for yourselves. And 
you know, please feel free to share it around. We've, we've built it for the community. Oh, yes. And I did want to mention um, Craftsbury sent out a newsletter today. And there were two, if you go, if, if people go to the craftsbury.com uh, website, uh, there, that, there's a blog in the, in the sculling section. And there were two really, really nice articles about um, training at home, during this period of time and resources for rowing to stay motivated um, during this time. So, so they're, they're a little bit lengthy articles, but there's some, some great tips and video links in there too. So that's another, just a, um, another resource for people. We're getting some questions from people who are watching live. Um, you okay if I interrupt Marlene and we pitch those in now? Yeah, sure. Um, so Glenda Howard, she says um, she's, Thinking like Ryan Worth, and she's there's a 3K race in August that uh, she's thinking she might do, so good for that. And then we have a question from Seb Walker, who says he's interested to hear any thoughts you might have on the mental health side of things. He said, we're all used to being with a crew three to seven times a week. I know some people at my club are finding the isolation hard. We're doing some bodyweight sessions on Zoom, but he'd love any other ideas. Well, I do, I do think it's important when you're home to make sure that you structure your day. Um, just like you do your work day when you, you go in the office, if you're at home now and you're going, oh my gosh, I'm training, but training by myself. Um, have a goal. I mean, always have a goal. Have, a, have something you want to focus on for your session. Hopefully you're, I think one of the big advantages of having a, a training program together with other people is that you know what everyone is doing today. So I would you know try to create a place obviously where you where you can check in with your teammates um, and share what you did today. Maybe you have a shared log and there there's some other obviously uh, platforms where you, where you can share things like that. But um, you know, I think talking talking to people and uh, really being focused on the present. I, I think I think that that's the most important thing right now. You know, like when I when I usually look at the year and I look at the month of November, right? November, early December. This is kind of for many people the end of head racing season. They they get in between holiday seasons. And I always think about this like I really I really respect the people who stay on their program and they get up and they do it when it's dark out and and they train at, at a difficult time of year. Uh, psychologically, it's the end of the year. You have to push yourself a little bit. But that time really pays off when you get back into your spring season and your summer season. And right now we're at a, in an unusual situation because there's lots of people who race in April and May. Those races are obviously not going to happen. June races quite likely not going to happen. Beyond that, I think we don't know right now. But I think keep keep your eyes on the prize. You know, stay focused on my race that's going to happen this summer and I still need to be prepared and um, have a workout that, you know, maybe you even have your teammates, everybody, everybody rows at the same time or maybe you have somebody who you can, you can FaceTime with and erg with and... Um, you know, there, if you want to have a buddy to do a, to to do a workout with, um, those are some. Rebecca, what would you add? 
I would say that for myself, and I loathe training on my own. I much. I do. I do too. So I actually, for me, I'm I'm quite happy training by myself. But I understand, you know, if you're used to being with your group, all of a sudden, like, I mean, it's one thing to have one day rowing on the erg by yourself, one day a week. But when you're looking at six days a week ahead of you, and potentially for several weeks, it can be a little bit a little bit daunting. But one stroke at a time, right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm a great believer in accountability. So agree with your team what time you're going to train. You're going to do it at lunchtime in the morning or the evening, what you're going to do. So that's why it really helps to have a program and to agree what you're all going to do and then share your results. Um, and as I said, get that article about how to net your cross-training minutes back to the rowing equivalents, because most of us will be following programs that were written for rowing. And if you haven't got access to an indoor machine or, or the water, then obviously you need to know whether your training volumes are similar. Right. I, I would say try to keep your practices as normal as possible, even if you're not together, mm. practice at the same time of day, because the moment you can go back to the boathouse, you're going to be back on that schedule. So you're, you're better to stay, to stay on that schedule. And, um, you know, your body likes that routine. That's why I think it's important to keep your goals in focus. Um, whether your regatta happens or not, I would continue to train on that same cycle because that's what your body is accustomed to in your annual, annual cycle. And, um, and it's going to help you somewhere along the line anyway. And if you don't have your regatta, have a pseudo regatta. You know, we exactly. can we can invent something. So, Rightio. setting up a basic home gym. So for myself, I have pretty much nothing at home except for a yoga mat. And, uh, <laughs> I'm the no, I'm I know because I have an erg. Marlene, how would you help mm. advise somebody what to do? Okay, well, I'm sort of the opposite in that I have everything. <laughs> I have everything at home um, that that I like that I like to use. Um, but I think there are. I mean, obviously, you can you can be quite elaborate in your home gym if if you want to be. Um, it just depends. You know, some people really prefer going out of the house, going to a gym. Some people prefer a home gym just for saving time. In this particular situation, I would say. Um, this is what I would call the simple version of a home gym that if you don't have these things, like you can probably order these, you know, the majority of these things you can order quite easily online and get them in a short, short period of time. But um, you want some, something for an aerobic component. So obviously uh, the indoor rower is at the top of my list. Um, and many people also like to have a spinning, a spinning bike or rollers that they, they can put their road bike on. So you can, you know, that always gives you an indoor aerobic, uh, possibility if it's raining out, um, if you can't go out of the house, depending, depending on the situation where you live. Um, and I also think an aerobic step, one of those plastic aerobic steps that, that you can adjust the height is really nice to have, or a nice flight of stairs because you can use your flight of stairs for some aerobic work um, as well. If you wanted to get pretty elaborate, you could go to something like a bike erg and the ski erg, but um, but aim for at least one one aerobic um, piece of machinery, and that's probably going to be your biggest investment financially as well. For core and flexibility work, I would suggest to have um, a physio ball. That's one of those balls with air in it you know sometimes uh, in the old days um, 
yeah, in the in the in the old days um, of physical therapy before they were invented uh, for gym use, um, we called them Swiss balls because that's actually where that type of therapy came out of. And uh, if you buy a, if you buy a physio ball that you can do a lot of uh, tons of different core exercises and balance exercises. If you buy one, you to buy the correct size. You want a, the size of the ball when you sit on the ball. You're with your hips square, your thighs should be parallel with the floor. That's how you know that you have the right size because you don't want it too big or too small um, when you're doing the exercises. An ab roller, you know, one of those simple ab rollers, you, they're like $10. You can buy them in most department stores. Really good. If you can afford it, TRX straps are an excellent, excellent um, investment. You can do all kinds of exercises with TRX straps. You can hook them over a door, gives you a wide range of, of core and flexibility things that you can do. A yoga mat, like Rebecca has a yoga mat, you want that for stretching. And I would include a foam roller. And I think a foam roller is a really good thing to have for maintenance, for massaging sore muscles, um, just kind of keeping everything um, loose and it's a way of kind of self-massage for recovery. So those are our core flexibility things. In our strength component, um, if you don't want to have any equipment, there's obviously lots of things that you can do with your, bo your body weight. Okay, so, so you, if you didn't want to go this route, you, you can still do all kinds of exercises with body weight. But I like elastic bands and there's a lot of different types of elastic bands. There's straight bands that have different resistances. And then there's elastic bands that are actually like, they're like gigantic rubber bands and they're, they're different resistances and they're meant for, they'll hold different weights. So you can actually use something like that, like to do an assisted pull-up. If you have a pull-up pull or a chin-up bar, um, you can do all kinds of things like uh, putting the bands under your feet and over your shoulders. You can do good mornings. You can do a type of deadlift. So you can be really creative with elastic bands. Almost anything that you can do with weights, you can do with elastic bands. There's also a really cool thing called hip bands. And what hip bands are is they're, they're about this wide and they're small and, and you step into it and you put them around your knees and you do lateral work. So like if you want to work on your, your uh, lateral hips, skating type of motion, hip stability, very important for us in rowing. Um, hip bands are really cool for just try walking around the house and it for 10 minutes and your, your hips are going to get really tired. But skating motion, stepping forward, lunges, really good to use hip bands. Kettlebell, having a couple kettlebells and dumbbells that you can do quite a few basic exercises. Um, at home, I don't really use dumbbells. I do have, I do have um, a pretty good variety of kettlebells. Um, I even have a kettlebell that has that they go inside each other, so you can you can adjust them as far as weight. So you can actually get some pretty heavy ones, but you you can do all kinds of exercises with kettlebells with just one or two kettlebells. Um, you can do a huge variety of things that are really, really applicable to rowing. And uh, if not, basic set of dumbbells. Um, a pull-up bar I mentioned, if you've got a, an overhead door, like we have, a, we have a stairs that goes down into our, our basement where the gym is, and we can actually put the bar across the stairs. And uh, so it's a nice solid platform for the TRX straps or the chin-up bar. 
if you can get a flat bench, that's very good or something that you can use for bench press um, or to sit, to sit down on to do like overhead presses. You could go to a basic set of barbells if you want to go that route. Um, if you don't want to go that route, I would stick to kettlebells or dumbbells. And, um, and if you wanted to get a little more elaborate, a trap bar is really great. And what a trap bar is, you, you put barbells on it, but it's like a, it's like a box-shaped bar. And you hold, mm. you hold the handles to the side. And they're very good for doing deadlifts, especially for rowers who are very, very tall athletes. And we don't want to, um, you know, you want to have your, your hands at, a, at an appropriate height. And, um, you know, a trap bar is a really comfortable way of, of doing deadlifts for very tall, very tall athletes. And uh, I think, you know, that's my bucket list, I would say, <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of small things that that gives you a lot of variety. I mean, you could get you could be as simple as um, just uh, elastic bands and um, one kettlebell if you wanted to in a mat, you know, so. But you know this. This I think gives you the ability to do quite quite a lot. Maybe not getting into super super heavy weights if that's what you're into. You may need you know better to do that more safely um, at the gym. But body weight you can do a lot. So if you don't have anything, we can still think of things for you to do. <laughs> yeah, and you know in the meantime you can ad lib. Get out the kitchen scales, the bathroom scales. And weigh things. So, like, right, I have right. this really heavy microphone that I use for my podcasts. What does it weigh? Um, you know, a, a bag of sugar, a bag of flour is 2.2 pounds or one kilo. Put it inside another plastic bag and tape it up or tape a yeah. handle on so it. Yeah, a small handle, right. Yes. Or a bucket. You can fill a bucket with something. With um, one liter of water is one, ki one kilogram. So, very easy. And um, we used to remember in, in university, we used to have those weights that that you filled up the can with cement and then you stuck a bar in it and they were labor. They were, it was like 30 pounds. And that's what we did our light, lightweight circuits with. And that's a very, very inexpensive way to to make some make some weights at home. Yeah, we did well. those with giant baked bean tins that we went to the <laughs> exactly. catering department and said, can we have your empty tins? <laughs> Exactly. So, so some things like that. Um, there's a good old cinder block. Yeah. You can do a lot with the cinder Rick. block. If you put a rope around it, use it like a handle. You you can do quite a bit that way too. So uh, go and do some skip surfing. Go and find a skip in your street that someone's renovating their house and see what they've chucked out. Um, exactly. Don't injure yourself diving into a skip. <laughs> So great ideas. And I will say again that links to all of the um, exercises and the equipment that Marlene just went through is in the subscription program for this month. Now, some of us are going to be making up our own training. Marlene, how do you as a trained professional coach plan a training session? Well, if you're doing it at home, um, I think again, you want to stick to stick to the same format that you're hopefully doing at the club and with with the team. But there's a really pretty a pretty simple rule of four. I call it four main components of of a workout, and um, every training session needs to have these four components. Now, how long these components are, 
may vary depending on your time available and what you're doing. But you do want to include a warm-up to raise your body temperature and get your heart rate up and get your blood flowing. So your warm-up should be something dynamic. Um, it could include easy rowing. It might be light erging or light jogging uh, if you're on land. But it should be something that just 10 to 15 minutes of easy, easy motion. And I would like to add that if you're if you row early in the morning, one of the things that you want to be very careful about is, for example, not getting up and hopping in the car and then hopping in your boat. The, uh, many um, disc injuries in the back occur first thing in the morning. And the reason that happens is because your discs are very hydrated after a night's sleep. So when you get up in the morning, you want to be on your feet for a good 30, 40 minutes. An hour is more ideal so that your discs squish down. Um, so as part of your warm-up, one of the faster ways to do that is a little bit of jogging even in place or very, very light jogging. So if you're trained in the morning, I would, I would include that as part of your land warm-up. Um, after your warm-up, 10 or 15 minutes, obviously you have the main body of your workout, whatever, whatever that, that may be. Um, if you are doing a, an interval session, make sure that in your warm-up you have, um, gotten yourself up to the stroke rating that you're you're going to start your harder work at, you know, include that a little bit in your warm up. Then after after your main let's say you have 30 minutes that's the main block of your workout, make sure that you include a cool down. Um, in Eastern European sports trainer they say if you don't warm up and you don't cool down you might as well not train at all. So it's very, very important when you finish the main session that you spend 10 minutes, seven minutes, just easy rowing or walking, and you kind of let, let your whole system calm down. You let your circulation come down um, rather than, than stopping your training abruptly. And at that point, our fourth component is a little bit of flexibility work. So if you want to increase your flexibility, you want to do that at the end of your session when your body is still warm. That's gonna be your best time for improving your flexibility. It need not be long. Um, you can just, I would say, if you don't have a lot of time, just target what feels tight. Oh, my hamstrings feel tight or my, I need to stretch my back out a little bit. You don't have to spend hours and hours stretching at the end of a session. It's more important that you do a little bit each day, target the muscles that feel the tightest, you know, hold each stretch for 30 seconds a couple of times, and that's it. You know, you've it's more important to do this frequently. And then when you have time during the week, maybe, maybe then you have a day when you can spend a little bit more time, do a little bit more lengthy yoga or stretching session. But make sure that you include at least a target stretch or two every day. Once, once you just, you know, that kind of closes down your, your session. I'm now feeling super inspired because <laughs> I've taken to doing little stretches while I'm watching television in the evening. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you can do it anything. If you're washing the dishes, you know, you can, you can stop and do a little bit of stretch. I kind of put it in, I, I do it on the stairs or, you know, like especially we were talking about opening up your hip flexors, you know, you can step on a stair a little bit higher, you can draw your hip forward. Um, you know, if you, as we, we talked about at the beginning, if you're home now and you're tending to sit 
a little bit more than you might during the mm -hmm. day, um, your inflection all the time. So you want to do things to to open up, open up your chest space, bring yourself into extension, um, lie on the floor with on your elbows and watch television this way, you know, so, so that you're up. Yeah. yeah. So but you know, the you can include this all the time, but you know, but in, in your workout, you know, keep that format. And um, then you're sure you're touching your warm up, your, your body's prepped, you get the most out of the work, you allow your body to calm down a little bit and cool down. And then you get a couple of a couple of quick stretches in, um, unless you have more time. So fantastic. Well, those are really great uh, summary tips for everybody. And just a quick reminder that the this is the URL for the useful links for rowers during COVID-19. Uh, the free program to download link is there. And I'll also have a look at adding more things in during the week. So if you are on our mailing list, you will get an email with any new articles that publish. Um, and that will be helpful for everybody. Please tell your friends, share the uh, link to this uh, when it's published. It'll be published both on the Faster Masters Rowing blog and it'll also be on rowing.chat, which is the podcast network for rowers. And there are lots of shows on the network. Uh, recent editions include uh, the Irish Rowing podcast, and uh, there's a nutrition one as well. So take a look and send Marlene and I any additional questions that you have. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been putting comments in um, to the live stream. We've enjoyed having you with us. And uh, have you got any final thoughts, Marlene, before we sign off? Well, I think I think everybody just take everything a day at a time and um, stay positive and do what you need to do to to stay healthy and, you know, keep keep your goals in mind. I, I um, and, you know, it, this is exactly the, a time when it's really important to enjoy the process of training. Um, you know, we might have the race, we might not have the race, we don't know what, what's going to happen. An Olympic athlete never knows what's going to happen. I mean, look at what they've been dealing with. Um, but I, I think this is a perfect example to say, you know, it's very important to love the process of training and um, the lifestyle that training brings you. And, and ultimately, that's, I think that's really what, it, what it's all about. So please connect with us online. Uh, you can find us at uh, fastermastersrowing.com. There are links there to all of our social um, media profiles. So we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. I'm personally on Twitter, although Marlene isn't. And you can also pick up all of the details at rowing.chat, which is the podcast network. Listen on any of the um podcast download apps that you might have so soundcloud google play spotify itunes you name them they're all there um, we also welcome new podcasters and if you want to get notified of new shows just join the mailing list so till next time from us here at faster masters rowing radio goodbye <laughs>